Well, we've still got zombies, and the government is acting suspicious. Today I'm talking about Wormwood Apocalypse. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Hello, movie friends. Welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I am talking about an Australian import and a long-delayed or just a long-awaited sequel, I guess, to the original zombie movie, uh, Wormwood. Uh, It's called Wormwood Apocalypse, kind of just picking up where the last one left off. And uh, I enjoyed the first one and enjoyed this one as well. Surprise, surprise. Uh, Usually long delays don't always make for good things, but this one was fun, and I'll tell you why. So without further ado, let's get started. Now that the zombie craze that hit in the late 2000s and drifted through the 2010s has subsided, it's been interesting to see what kind of zombie movies get made and the angle they take. Do they go silly? Do they emphasize action? Or are they trying to make a pointed statement about consumerism and division like the great granddaddy of zombie movies, George Romero? Which brings us to Wormwood Apocalypse, a follow-up to the 2014 Aussie film. Well into the zombie-zompocalypse, there remains a small sect of survivors who are trying to avoid turning into zombies, and the government goons who are chasing down uninspected folks for experiments. Which is exactly what a man known as the Captain is doing. But when the Captain captures one of the survivors and hands her off to a government test facility, he's put on a crash course that will question his morals and past actions. I'll say that it took me a while to get into this movie. Part of this is because the movie doesn't do a great job of reintroducing what happened in the last movie, who the main players are, and how this particular zombie apocalypse work. Thus, things like who the survivors are, what their skills are, and how the zombie virus is transferred, it's an airborne gas type thing where the zombies breathe it out, took a while to sink in. But once it did, I had plenty of fun with this, and here's the big reason why. First is that it embraces the goofy side. One of the reasons I slid off The Walking Dead after a while was its unrelenting, miserable approach to zombies. Yes, I get it. Zombies are awful, but humans are worse, and it requires a group of trusted people to survive and build something resembling a successful society and community. Don't think it needs over 10 years to tell that story, but whatever. Because zombies are a cartoonish concept, so it's fun when movies like The Evil Dead or Brain Dead or Dead Alive go all out with it and Wormwood Apocalypse is from that same school. In many ways, this movie plays like an action comedy, where one of our main villains in particular is having an Ash-esque fights with his, an infected hand, and every zombie and goon are as arch as humanly possible. It's refreshing, to say the least. We also have some fun zombie innovations. The unique take on zombies in this movie, and the previous movie, is that the zombies emanate an infectious vapor that will turn people who are unprotected. Not only does this make even casual zombie encounters bad news, but in the world of this movie, that vapor can also be used as fuel. Which means the captain's compound is run almost entirely on zombie breath power, and features a number of novel ideas like zombies being the fuel for cars, or using their desire for human flesh to ramp things up. For instance, flesh and flesh right in front of them for the equivalent of a NOS boost in The Frest and the Furious. It's a new take for a genre that leaves heavily on what's tried and true. We also have zombie action with a twinge of commentary and heart. The hook for this movie is a combination of a rescue and revenge mission centered around the captain. 
When we first meet the captain, he is doing what he thinks is right. He's capturing humans for testing, delivering them to a government lab, and going back to his safe house. But running into the last movie's survivors, in particular siblings named Maxie and Grace, forces the captain to question his worldview, and ask the questions he's been putting aside in his mind for a long time. All of which leads to a series of revelations and uncomfortable team building as he tries to undo damage he's directly responsible for. All of which features very Mad Mask, Mad, sorry, Mad Max-esque action with a combination of improvised weapons, chases, and what may be as well a Left 4 Dead boss who works with our heroes demonstrating her very cool abilities. It gives this otherwise no-frills thrill ride just enough emotional investment to make it work. The conclusion is it's lean and exciting. By leaning on a more upbeat tone, Wormworm Apocalypse stands out amongst a crowded genre. 7 out of 10. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.